Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. You know, to me, there's so many opportunities to plug in, but they all got to go through the house so they don't get weird. Because if you do it as independent, the devil will get in there and he'll mess up you, and then he'll mess up other people. That's why everything's got to go through the head, the covering. Did that, you understand? It's like your kids going out and doing business in your name and not telling you about it and running up a credit card. Same thing, you wouldn't like it. You know, there's something about your covering and their obedience that makes it right. Amen? It's the same thing here. What I think is interesting is he said, as you're alive from the dead, that's why those people that look radical, like, you know, we would call them radicals. I, I've said to you, the Dr. Summerall died, was going to die at 17. Kenneth Hagin was going to die at 17. Yonggi Cho was going to die at 17. The ones that actually realized that they were dead without God have a lot of gratitude. And they're willing to serve whatever that brings because they, they, they were going to be cut short many years ago. So every day to them is a gift. You're supposed to serve God like that as you were brought back from the dead because you were, because you were dead in trespasses and sins. And if you have a revelation that you were dead and saved, there's an automatic gratitude that you should have that every day is a privilege. I can't complain today because I might not have had today. Amen? I always tell you about the prison sometimes. I'm telling you, it is so good in there because those guys are learning I don't, I think they were getting it before I got there. But they would tell you that I'd be dead if I didn't get arrested. God got me arrested, man, because I, I, was, I wasn't going to last another year. Those guys all know they'd be dead from the drugs or shot or something. Because, and they can say it and it don't bother them. I love it because they can just say it. They're not defending themselves. There's a way of telling what you were and not defending yourself that will make you a powerful witness. If you have to defend yourself while you're giving your testimony, you've taken that power out. If you defend yourself 20%, you take 20% of the power. Your goal is to make God look good, which means you gotta allow yourself to be seen for what you were. That's what makes your testimony powerful. That stuff of, you know, I believe God, no, no, you believe God and he did it, but. He got you. A transparent testimony makes God look really good. Amen. There's power in that. See, that's where your evangelism is. It's in your testimony. Knowledge of the word is good, but the power is in your testimony. Your testimony is the billboard that makes them want to read the article. But if you're preaching you instead of Christ, they don't have any interest in you. Because they hear that all the time. They need to hear that God helped them, helped you. 
which means God's got to look good and you don't have to look so good. It's your acknowledgement that your human effort wasn't enough that got you saved. Why live by human effort now when it didn't work then? I live by faith in the Son of Man who gave his life for me. That's what your testimony should be. Life I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith in the Son of Man who gave his life for me. If human effort couldn't save you, how can human effort do anything else? You, have to, you had to repent. That's your action. You had to believe and repent and you got saved. You did have action. But his power is what saved you. The same thing in the area of your wealth because the Bible says he gives you the power to get wealth. You can work hard for it, but it's not the same as an anointing for it. An anointing is a blessing that you don't have sorrow or obligation after you get it. You know, you have to be willing, it's funny, you have to be willing to live where you are to prosper with God. In the world, you can move beyond where you really are and look like you're something you're not. You can spend way into your future to obtain what you want today in the world. But if you go God's way, you have to do it line upon line, precept upon precept, increase one day at a time. And your wealth and your character kind of grows in synchronization and you're able to become a steward and you wax greater as a person. And the Lord adds you wealth with no sorrow in the name of Jesus. May God do that for you. May God add to you wealth without sorrow. Now, like I said, I'm not telling you not to borrow. I borrowed to buy cars. You know, I had the cars, I made money on the cars. I'm not getting into the mechanics of business because when you borrow for certain kinds of equipment, they make you money. You still got to be a good steward over it when you get it. So I'm not saying it's a sin. I, I'm saying you have to have that worked out. Anyway, uh, so verse 14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Sin shall not have dominion over you. Habitual sin and sin doesn't have more power than you do. You have to yield to sin, to sin. Because you are positioned not to sin. You are positioned not to sin, just like you are positioned not to be sick. You have to refuse sickness and disease you have to refuse sin. It's a choice. Either that or Jesus didn't finish the work. And we all know he finished the work. And so we are in a position of finished work. And we walk into the wealth. We walk into the health because it's already there. It's already there. You know, I could just from my own personal experience. God kept me healthy for years, but until I changed my eating habits, I wasn't going to stay healthy for years. That's a fact. I mean, I had to have some input in it. I couldn't break the laws of God and live in divine health. So I had to adjust my health and God gave me some warnings from people and dreams. I'm so grateful. Because I need lots of work to stay straight. How about you? I get some, I get some support from the, 
the outside, God helps me. But if you'll receive it and you'll act on it, you'll live long and you'll live strong. But we treat disease because we don't obey. And yet we think it's normal to be sick. Think about that for a minute. It sounds extreme because so many people are sick now, so I, it sounds like I'm a heretic telling you up here that God's desire is to heal you, but it's really not. It's the truth. The truth is God wants divine health for you, period. But if you transgress it in areas, you license the devil to come in and steal your health. The thief comes but to steal, kill, and to destroy. But if you open the door for that by doing what you want. You always got to do what he says to have what he wants for you. I was telling Pastor Ryan this morning that, there it is, cross. Everything you need is on the other side of that cross. You have to die to what you want to get what you really need. If you want, if you want a good marriage, it's on the other side of that cross. If you want wealth, it's on the other side of that cross. Everything you desire in life that's good, wholesome, is on the other side of that. He can't give it to you while your flesh is so strong. So as you go through death's door and say, I, am no, I no longer live, but Christ that lives in me, is all the good stuff on the other side. On this side, you're still alive. And that means the old man still with all the desires and wants that he wants will use what God gives him to do what he wants instead of what God wants. Because God gives wealth so he can establish his covenant in the earth, not so you can keep buying things. And it doesn't mean you can have everything you want. That's not, I'm not preaching against things. But I will tell you, if you walk with God long enough, your list goes really small because you don't care anymore. Because he becomes so big that the other things just become little. It's just a natural progression that you're just, you just lose interest in the place. I don't know how to explain it. It just happens when you hang out with God. You lose interest in all the things. You're right. You're content with, with have and not have. It's always okay. It's a great place to be because then you're free and you're not making choices out of desires. You're making choices out of purpose. That's a great life. When, you, when your choices are directed by a purpose rather than comfort, you, you really, it's a different life. It's a different life. It's a great life. Amen? So anyway, uh, when sin calls, you don't have to answer. Turn to Psalm 119, verse 133. You know, David, David had... To me, David was a great guy. He let his stuff be known. You know? How many of you let your stuff be known so somebody else can learn something? See, that's what I meant about the testimonies. If your testimony makes you look good, God didn't, God didn't do it. But if you look bad and God looks good, you're, you're getting there. And I'm not trying to tell you to obey, to make yourself look small. I'm just telling you to tell the truth. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that something? Just tell the truth. Uh, Psalm 119. What a great, what a great song. 119 verse 133. 
Order my steps in thy word. Let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Iniquity is habitual sin, stuff that you can't stop. David is praying, let not that have dominion over my life. You can't stop doing what you want to do. You can't stop pornography. You can't stop drugs. Can't, it just doesn't matter what it is. That means you're under dominion. David prayed to be in charge of his life and have dominion over his own life. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.